Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You're listening to the B-Man on the one they call B. I'm chilling with B. Yeah, that's me. Visit the blog. You're listening to the B Man. I'm the one they call B. From chilling with me. Yeah, that's me. Hey, wannabes, it's Brian, the B Man from chilling with B1.blogspot.com. Thanks for joining me as we record another rainy, rainy morning. April showers bring May flowers. But it's better than snow, right? At least for right of the dead of winter. So, what's going on, guys? Um, I don't know what I'm going to do this episode, truthfully. I don't have a lot planned out. I guess we'll just wing it. But there's a few things coming out this week, and uh, that's going to lead into what the B-Man's watching. Although I'm not currently watching yet, but there's a lot of content coming available for everyone to watch. Oh, partly, it's available now. I'm not making sense, am I? Well, I'll tell you in a minute when I go through the news stuff about what's out. Anyway, uh, what did I want to tell you about? Oh, yeah, I'm going to be working on another episode series kind of thing that will link to my website, Chill with B. I am going to go back and rewatch the entire series of Smallville. So that's 10 seasons, 10 years of episodes. I'm only going to do one episode a week, as tempting as it may be to watch the whole thing at one time, <laughs> which, you know, it, that's a lot of episodes. Even if I binge watch it, it could probably take a couple of months to get through 10 seasons worth of shows. But no, I am actually going to do one episode because I don't own it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy, it's $1.99 on any of these video services, whether you go through Google Play Store, iTunes, Xbox, PlayStation, whatever store you get your content from, it's always the same price, $1.99. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to go through that series and give my opinions as an adult, Brian, because you know what? I love that show, and I kind of grew up with that show in a way. When it first came on, I was just entering my 20s, 21, 22, whatever, I was still fairly much a young man, boy, and I watched that show, and when it ended, its final episode came out, I was a grown man, so we'll see how my take on the show is now that I'm older, I know it's not the greatest acted, or, you know, not always best written show of all time, but I did love it, I enjoyed it for what it was, it was a great superhero show, it evolved over time, you know what, it led the way to the shows that I like today, such as the Green Arrow show, Arrow, The Flash, um, all those superhero shows we have right now, I think they owe a lot of their fact that they're even being made to what came before. Uh, shows, people say Buffy, which I never got into Buffy, the TV show, but they're saying that was kind of one of those shows that paved the way. But personally, I feel it was like Smallville. Which, if you don't know what Smallville is, anyway, it's the retelling of Clark Kent, uh, young Clark Kent, before he's Superman, and what he goes through through high school, and then a little bit after that, it goes into Metropolis. Kind of becomes a little bit of a different show at that time, a little darker and grittier. But uh, the earliest seasons is him trying to get through high school and maintain his identity and whatnot. He never becomes Superman, although he practically does at the end, but they always call him the Blur and what have you in the later seasons. But it was a fun ride, and I can't wait to go back to that. Alright, so uh, with that little intro out of the way, oh, by the way, be sure to look forward to those episodes coming soon. 
and I think it'll be a different feed, but I'll I'll post it on the blog, whatever I do with it. All right, so with that out of the way, we're going to get into some news to see what I can find, um, particularly what's coming out this week that I think people should be keeping an eye out on. All right, folks, this is the news segment of this recording. few things to go over. There is actually a lot of content coming out this week. At this time, I'm recording on Friday, and stuff is actually dropping today. There's going to be a lot, a lot of stuff to watch. Uh, first off, on Netflix, we got Marvel's Daredevil series. Original series premiering strictly on Netflix. Netflix original. And this show does tie in to the Marvel Universe, although I don't think they're going to have any crossovers at this time. It is the first of a set of shows coming to Netflix that's going to feature Marvel characters. And then eventually they're going to group up. So, uh, yeah, this one's for you, Jake. You asked for the trailer, and here it is. The trailer for Marvel's Daredevil on Netflix. Fill my heart. What is it telling you? That you're scared. More than I've ever been in my life. And I am not alone. There's someone in Hell's Kitchen that wants to control our city, our lives. But no one knows who it is or what they want. We don't say his name. A city needs to die before it can be reborn. You ever heard the name Wilson Fisk? Explosion stunned Hell's Kitchen earlier tonight. You think Fisk had something to do with this? I do. What are we supposed to do against somebody that owns everything, everyone? You can't give in to the fear. What are you going to do? Whatever it takes. But you're blind. There are other ways to see. That guy in the mask, he saved my life. I'm just trying to make my city a better place. We both can't have what we want. So your part ends tonight. I'm going to find you, and I'm going to make you pay for what you've done. I admire your conviction. The lone man thinks he can make a difference. Get out of my city. So yeah, that's it. The Man Without Fear. Daredevil. And if you think that audio sounds cool, you gotta check out the trailers for this show. Well, you know what? If you have Netflix, start watching, because by the time this is uploaded, it'll be time to watch some Daredevil. And like Netflix does, with all their original shows, the whole season will be available from start to finish when it drops. So you can binge watch that. So yeah, like I said, there's a lot of stuff coming out. Um, also today, we have, for the first time ever, the digital release of Star Wars, episodes one through six. Now, granted, there is one or two movies in this collection that maybe are not totally worth seeing, but on the whole, that's a pretty cool thing. Uh, I've been waiting for Star Wars to come out, especially the original trilogy, to come out digitally. 
because I've long done away with my DVDs. I've gotten rid of them. I am purely a digital cloud watching streaming person at this point. And this is pretty cool news. So I am going to play you a little trailer for that now and pump you up, get you in the mood for some Star Wars. Through the Force, things you will see, other places, the future, the past, old friends long gone. Okay, hit it! For over a thousand generations, the Jedi Knights were the guardians of peace and justice in the Old Republic. Before the dark times. Before the Empire. You were the chosen one! Many Bothans died to bring us this information. You are part of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. You are under arrest, Chancellor. Who am I? That boy is our last hope. That's not wise to upset a Wookiee. Crush them! I am a Jedi. Like my father before me. Use the Force, Luke. Don't you call me a mindless philosopher, you overweight glob of grease. So come on. Tell me, tell me that John Williams' music, those snarky one-liners, our favorite characters on screen, does it not get you in the mood to get back into Star Wars? I mean, I, I'm i not a huge Star Wars geek. I'm not one of these people that goes to conventions and goes crazy. But I grew up with those movies as a kid. Watched the prequels. I Granted, the first one, The Phantom Menace, eh. You know what? I heard there was an edited version of that that actually makes the movie pretty decent, but there is a lot of crap you got to go through in this release. I mean, there's all that Senate talk. There's the 20-minute, half-hour pod race scene. There's pretty much any scene with young Anakin. <laughs> but on the whole, I mean, I am pumped up. And uh, from what I read, you can get the whole trilogy. No, it's not trilogy. The whole sixology. Sixtilogy? <laughs> the whole thing, I think, is a package deal for like 80 bucks or so. Or you can individually buy the movies at $20 a piece. So, I don't know. I haven't decided yet. I don't really want to plop down the money at this time. But I'm excited, truthfully. And it's something to hold us over until The Force Awakens comes out later this year. Alright, so if you thought that was a lot of content between, you know, Daredevil on Netflix and Star Wars being re-released digitally, well, guess what? I was browsing the iTunes App Store this week, and I realized HBO Now is available for download. So I downloaded it. It's going to cost you $14.99 a month, which, you know, it's a decent price. Uh, But guess what? The first month is free. Yes, F-R-E-E. I know sometimes my my, uh, lips cause a certain sound that doesn't sound good. But yes, I said free. Free. Uh, So basically, I signed up for it. I don't know if I'm going to keep it past the first month, but it's enough time to binge watch and catch up on four seasons of Game of Thrones. And then that's going to lead us into this weekend. We have the beginning of season five, Game of Thrones. And there's all these other shows too, if you're into Boardwalk, Empire, um, True Blood, The Vampires. There's tons of movies. I went through the catalog. they got a lot of movies you can watch, some old, some new. There's a lot of content in there. And although my plan is to just stick with it for this one month, catch up on all the shows I want to watch, and then get rid of it, I don't know. 
Looking at the content available, I'm tempted. I am really tempted to maybe keep this, but I'll see in a month. And you may ask, well, why not just get it on TV? You know, you get HBO on your cable provider for about that same price, and it also gives you access to the app. Well, you know what? I don't want to deal with that, and this is good for people who don't... I'm trying to get rid of cable in general, to be honest. I use Hulu, although I recently canceled that for a while. Uh, Netflix, I buy stuff digitally when I want to watch a particular movie or something for the most part. I'm trying to cut the cord, for, you know, and just get rid of that. But, uh, yeah, I guess if you already have HBO, it's not a big deal. They've already had HBO go, whatever it was, for, since for a while. But for me, it's pretty cool. And you know what the important thing is? It's cutting out that middleman. I don't want to call cable and say, you know what? I want I want to order HBO this month because Game of Thrones is on. And then next month, I got a call and cancel, which is like a half hour to 45 minute call of people trying to convince you not to get rid of it. And eventually they do talk you into keeping it because they'll give you a month or two free and you forget to cancel and it's on your bill. So I like things where with the click of a button, you're signed up and with the click of a button, you're not signed up. Very simple. With Netflix too, I've done this for a while. I'll catch up on stuff, cancel my subscription. And then when stuff comes out, you know, a few months later, they got updated content. I renew it again. Although I've actually kept Netflix renewed for quite a while at this time because they locked me in at the lower rate. For people, for two years, they're keeping you at the like $8 rate instead of the 11 it's going up to. But still, you get my point. So anyway, uh, I started watching Game of Thrones, and I guess that should be in what the B-Man's watching and playing segment, but we'll just get that out of the way. Um, I'm starting with Season 2, because I've seen Season 1 twice in the past when we did have HBO. But that was a couple of years ago. I didn't feel like getting into Season 1 again. I, you know, I've gone through the audiobook. I've watched it twice, like I just said. So I started in Season 2. And I'm enjoying it. It is just as good as I remember. Except there's a lot, a lot of, um, you know, naked scenes. Which is fine when you're watching solo. But when you got kids running around the house. Where your wife walks in and thinks you're watching porn. It's not really a good feeling. But other than that, um, you know, if you can deal with that. It's not such a bad thing. It's actually a pretty cool show. And um, I gotta try and binge watch that. And catch up to this week's season premiere. But even if I don't. With this HBO Now app, you can watch all current content as it comes out. Like, maybe a day later or whatever, from what I understand. Now, there is no Chromecast support at this time. There is a delay on getting Chromecast support. There's a delay on getting it on consoles and on the Google Play Store. It's an Apple exclusive. They got a three-month deal. So, Apple will be the first to have this. Or you can actually just go online and you can watch it from your web browser. So, there's two options to do this. But, being that there's no uh, Chromecast support, and that's a device I use for streaming media... Um, I went out and I ordered a Apple TV, which should be coming in the mail today, so I'll tell you how I'd like that next week. But the Apple TV will allow me to stream this to the big TV. I did watch the first two episodes, and I watched it on my iPad Mini, and it was enjoyable, but I would like to watch it on the big screen as well, when possible. So I went out and got the Apple TV, and I'll talk about that next week. So, that's a lot of content out there. Um, I don't know when I'm going to get to revisit Smallville. Like I mentioned earlier, I'm going to be doing a recording weekly and talk about episodes of Smallville as I watch them. But I think first I'm going to have to get through all this content that's just been released. Alright, let's see if I can find another story or two and then we're going to move on. So, did you guys know they're making Independence Day 2? Well, it's kind of news for the B-Man. I guess I haven't been keeping up with things. But yes, they are making a sequel. And I came across this article on SuperheroHype.com. We'll go through this article real quick. Director Roland Emmerich revealed on Thursday that two more have joined the cast of Independence Day 2. Joey King, 
From Oz to Great and Powerful, The Conjuring, and White House Down. And Brett Spiner, or Spiner, from Star Trek, The Next Generation. I believe he's the guy who played Data. Uh, Spiner all appeared in the 1996 original as Dr. Brakish Akun. Uh, yeah, I think he was basically one of the guys experimenting on an alien they found. And do they take over his body? It's been so long since I've seen it, but it's the scene where they go, No peace. Alright, anyway. The two join a cast that includes Jeff Goldblum, Liam Hemsworth, Jesse Usher, Charlotte Gainsborough, Vivica A. Fox, and Travis Trope. It is believed that Bill Pullman will be returning in some capacity as well, but the actor's involvement has not yet been confirmed. Well, you know, Bill Pullman, you need to come back, alright? Uh, I love you. You played in one of my favorite, favorite movies of all time. Spaceballs. Yes. The B-Man loves Spaceballs. I still quote every line of that movie to this day. But what has the guy done since? I mean, he really hasn't been doing anything, so there's no excuse not to come back. Uh, yeah, he was in Independence Day, the original. He played the president at that time. I thought he did a decent job. He's not a world-class actor. But like I said, he is from one of my favorite movies of all time. So it would be great to see him back. And no, Casper the Friendly Ghost is not on the B-Man's best movies of all time list. I it wasn't half bad. So uh, let's continue this article. The two join a cast. Oh, wait, I went around for that, didn't I? Set to hit theaters on June 24th, 2016, almost exactly 20 years after the original, Independence Day 2 is looking to begin production in May with a script more recently rewritten by Carter Blanchett, best known for the short-lived 2009 series G vs. E. So, wow. That's um, pretty interesting. Did we need a sequel to the first Independence Day? Was the first Independence Day even that good? I mean, I was a young guy back then. I was pretty much, what was I? Late teenager, maybe early 20s at that time. I can't remember. When did it come out? came out in 1996. All right, I was a teenager back then. Yay, good times. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I liked it, the spectacle. Uh, they, I remember watching the making of. They were showing how to use, like, the model cars to do all the destruction scenes. We had the White House getting blown up by an alien ship. I mean, it was just a, a grand spectacle. Uh, Will Smith, before he was so well-known, I mean, he was known... I think he might have came off of Men in Black, or this might have been before Men in Black, I don't remember. And he was known for his TV show, but he wasn't the actor he is today. And obviously now he's too good to be in this movie, I guess. That must be the reason behind not bringing him back. But I think this was kind of a breakout role for him, truthfully, into movies. I mean, we all remember the scene of him knocking out the alien, he goes, Welcome to Earth. Uh, it, it was good for what it was. I don't know if a sequel is needed, but I guess we'll find out next year, if the wor- wait was worth it. Alright, I am going to wrap things up at this point. Real quick, am I watching or playing anything of note? Um, every week I tell you about Final Fantasy or Reborn. Nothing new there. Uh, something funny kind of happened in that game, and not really funny. Wasted a few days of my life. Remember last week I told you I'm trying to make both my brother and friend happy by having characters on both servers? Well, my one character, who's at endgame, whatever, is pretty well-geared. Took about two or three months to get him to that point. That's fine. My other character I was creating on my friend's server, I put about two days of serious playing into it, got into like level 20-something, and, you know, a decent amount of work was put into the character. All of a sudden, I wonder, why can I never find my friend on the server? I know he plays the game. Where is he? So I tell my brother, he's like, well, what server are you on? And I'm like, oh, Gilgamesh or something. He's like, that's not his server. He's on this other one, Bombong or something. I'm like, oh, really? Really? 
So I kind of just gave up the idea of uh, playing on my friend's server at this time. And even when I tried to make a character on his server, that Balmung, it's like, oh, we're not accepting new characters at this time. So if you want to play for your friend, you're shit out of luck. Is basically what the message said. So anyway, that's what's going on. Uh, still playing Borderlands, the Handsome Collection. I did try the pre-sequel and the whole gravity thing and whatnot. It's pretty cool, but I just... Borderlands 2, for me, is the bread and butter of that series, and I really enjoy that. And that's pretty much it. I did download the free games. I tried out the Tower of Guns, played it for all about 5 or 10 minutes, and I uninstalled it because it is just crap, okay? I talked about that last week, about these free games. I do give them a chance because occasionally there is a gem in these indie games, whatever. But uh, it says this game really sells for like $14.99, whatever, but they're giving it for free this month. I would be so angry if I spent $15 on this piece of junk of a game. It's a shooter. It's got some randomness and stuff, but it just feels so empty. I played it. Um, you know, I guess I was only the first level or so, but you got like these... I don't know. It's just so boring looking. In a game... I mean, Doom. The original Doom was much was a much better shooter in my mind than what this game is. And I just don't get it. I don't get it. It felt so empty and just so devoid of purpose and plain looking and just a piece of shit. <laughs> and that's Tower of Guns. Uh, the other one is, I think it's called Never Alone or something. And you play, uh, I don't know, like an Alaskan Native American... And you got some kind of wolf with you all the time. I saw videos of it. It looks artistically, it looks pretty good. I haven't actually touched it yet. But uh, maybe sometime this week I'll actually get around to playing it. And then on the computer, uh, computer side of things, I did go back to Heroes of the Storm playing a few games of that. It's still in beta. And I've talked about that game in the past. And I did install World of Warcraft because, you know, this should have been the news segment. I forgot to tell you guys. World of Warcraft is introducing a token system. Where, with enough gold, you will be able to buy tokens from the auction house, or sell gold for um, said items, or sell tokens, I should say. Uh, and you can buy game time. So you can use in-game currency to buy game time. So if you do play your cards right, and you're good at making money, you can play World of Warcraft for free. And I guess this is their way of controlling the gold selling that goes on. And boy, is that an issue, especially in Final Fantasy. I cannot take it. You know what, I'm going to save that for Bitchin' of B next week, because I can go off on that. <laughs> but anyway, uh, these online RPGs, the, you know, currency, whatever game it is, gill, gold, whatever it is in your particular game, they really are out of control with these gold sellers. I mean, they just spam the hell out of you. So anyway, I guess this is their way of co combating that, and I'm actually playing World of Warcraft. It started up just a little bit, because they let you play to level 20 for free before you have to actually purchase, you know, uh, game time in your account. And I'm wondering if maybe I can make enough gold at level 20 to go further. Maybe, maybe not. I'm just trying it out, see what happens. It's been a long time since I've actually played World of Warcraft seriously. But who knows? If I can play for free, it may be more uh, worth looking into. So that's it. And then on the watching front, I already told you all the content's coming up this week. I am going to leave you guys now so I can go watch some Daredevil. Um, if you're a Marvel fan, I highly recommend getting into that. It looks pretty good. Uh, Daredevil, there's iZombie I gotta get into, uh, Arrow and Flash are on break this week, so I didn't have anything in that area to watch, and that's it. Alright, I'm kinda tired, and I wanna go, but thanks for listening, this week and always, remember you can go to the blog, chillinwithb1.blogspot.com, all prior episodes are there, and look forward to Return to Smallville, coming soon. See you guys, later.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.